And then it was even funnier because you're like, yeah, I had to steal stuff from my kids to make it. And I was like, that's what made it good. It was. That's what sold theft, it for theft me. Is good. Theft is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Tom Golly Questions Everything podcast, and with me today is a young artist and a friend of mine. Uh, I've gotten to actually write a song or two with her. She's a very talented songwriter, um, and hopefully she has some music out by the time you guys get to see this, but uh, her name is Kat Stewart, all the way from Massachusetts. What's good? Hey, how you doing? You're, why are you in Nashville? What are you doing here? Oh my gosh. I was invited out kind of with a friend of mine mm -hmm. and we went to the NRT We Love Christian Music Awards. It's nice. So NRT is new, re is new release today, right? <laughs> new release okay. today. Yeah. So. Gotcha. So what was that? Did you, did you win some awards? What? Oh, no, 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 no. I, my catchphrase for the day was I exist. I gotcha. <laughs> I was just kind of like there. Just yeah. everyone was like, so, so are you performing? Are you doing this? I'm like, no, I exist. It was fun. Very cool. Yeah. So, um, this is a pretty long drive from, from Massachusetts. Now, 16 hours. Mm -hmm. <laughs> What's the scene like there? Is it, um, is it, is it thriving? Is it, is it, is it weird? It, like it actually, yeah, it's, it's pretty good right now. Mm -hmm. I mean, we have at least like within a couple hours of me, we have four or five different festivals like every summer. Mm -hmm. And more and more like churches before were like closed because of COVID and stuff. So you could only do like outdoor parking lot shows or backyard mm -hmm. tours. Right now, like churches are starting to open back up and be like, yeah, we can have a couple concerts and mm -hmm. different things. So, you know, there's different places to play, do worship and conferences and stuff like that. So that's good. Yeah, it's actually, it's pretty booming. Because right throughout, the, throughout the country, it's been weird. Like there's a lot of places that were pretty regular haunts for me to show up at that yeah. are still like, you know. We're batting down the hatches still. We're in the yeah. basement, you know, yeah. like, we'll let you know, like, guys, it's it's going to be okay. But so I, I haven't really tried much hard, but I've been up there and I tell you, um, you know, one thing I love about going up to the Northeast is like, you know, even though the, maybe the crowds aren't the biggest, um, but, you know, I've been at places where you have large crowds and not many people are just, they're just like, why are we here? Like, yeah. we're, or we're here because the pastor made us feel like we need to be, <laughs> but like you might get smaller crowds, but everybody there is like, yeah, this is the greatest thing. And and that's what I love about being up, up in that area in, in the Northeast. They're, everyone's a super fan. Pretty much. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's and, great. I mean, that, and, and that's the, that's the nice thing. Um, sometimes I miss the purity of the local, being the local singer who just yeah. played on, would hook up a speaker and sing on the lawn of a church because it's just feels good to do yeah you know it's, it's very wholesome yeah yeah that's why whenever we talk i'm always a little envious of you know you're in that exciting stage of like i can't wait to do these things that i've already done I know. and i'm kind of like oh <laughs> <laughs> and i try so hard not to be like a curmudgeon about it because you know I, i'm just a frustrated indie artist who's like it's, everything's not what i thought it was gonna be you know, and some yeah. things are even better than I thought they were going to be. But most of it's like, oh, yeah, that's not quite as amazing as I thought I was going to be. But I think for me, it's always just been what I've been trying to do is really focus on just enjoying the journey of knowing people in places I never thought I would before, you know. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's what I'm most excited for someone like you. You're you're, you're very likable, very, uh, very personable with people you meet. Thank so you. I think <laughs> as you start touring and like, you, 
I think I think what I'm going to be excited for you is seeing when you start having, you know, people that you know in Iowa and, you know, Texas and, yep. you know, maybe you know them <laughs> online, but I'm talking about you've met them there at a concert or a show yeah. and now they feel like family. And that's a really like, that's an amazing feeling. I know I still enjoy that. And it's probably one of the only reasons I haven't retired yet. <laughs> You know, because they're it's, keeping you going. Well, yeah, because it's like hard not to go. Well, this this festival wants me to come play. I don't like festivals because it's super hot, <laughs> and it, you know, you just it's like heat stroke. And but <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna get to go see Tony, and I'm, you know, or Laura might be there, or Jake might be there, or or you know, and it's like I'm gonna go. I'm gonna do it. You know, because otherwise I'm not gonna go to where they are, you know? Right. So you have, a, you do have music coming at some point you, and, and you've been writing a lot and what's that, what's that yeah. process been like for you? Has it been exciting, frustrating? What's, what's that All been like? All of the above. All of the above? Um, yeah. It's been interesting, I guess. Cause yeah. I mean, like we've, we've done stuff together we have, and so like, it's kind of, it's been sitting there yeah, and it's more of a hands-on thing for me. I definitely, mm. when I started working with like the team and everything, I was like, I want to learn how to do all this stuff too. Mm. And so it it's nice to know what people are talking about and like being able to do my own stuff and know how to like get certain things out of my music mm. takes twice as long. Yeah. And, and I get <laughs> like that. watching paint dry. Like I, I have <laughs> no, I have no problem admitting like when I moved to Nashville, I had never written a song in my life. Yeah. You know, I mean, I had this idea that I was going to meet songwriters and they were just going to give me songs. And while that's, while that's a real thing, it's hard. It's almost like it's <laughs> when, when, it, when you're like looking at other people's songs, it's almost like walking through like the Hallmark aisle looking yeah. for a card. Yep. No card quite says what you want to say. Right. It's close. It's like, oh, this is so great, but oh, that's so a corny joke at the end. Oh. Yeah. So it's kind of like, uh, I think I'm going to have to learn how to write songs, you know? Right. And then, yeah. so I did that. And, and you know, same thing. It's like when, when you talk to a producer and they're talking about uh, Melodyne and they're talking about compression, you're like, what? Mm -hmm. I don't know anything about this. So yeah, yep. it's, it helps to know it so that also too, if you know at least some basics, you can tell when someone's just trying to throw terms yeah. at you to like yeah. make you feel small exactly you know? exactly but i will say the the hard the hard thing about any musical project is i feel like and and i went through this where my first ep it took like 10 months to finish right and for me though the problem was is that okay day one of that 10 month period i had ideas and songs song ideas and we and we wrote a lot of those songs in that first month but nine months later i know i've i grew as a singer i grew as a yeah. person I actually struggled to record the vocals for some of the songs because I'm like, well, I'm not yep. there anymore. Yep. That's 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 over there. I have that a lot. Yeah. I have a couple of songs that are definitely like, I wrote them a year ago now. Mm -hmm. And so when we're throwing on final vocals or like background vocals is I can't get in the mindset. I'm like, this is... I don't like this anymore. Well, that was something <laughs> when like Taylor, Taylor Swift, she yeah. re-recorded a lot of songs. Mm -hmm. And I've, list I've listened to both versions. Yeah. It's not the the new ones don't hit it because she, she can't tap into that eighteen year old girl anymore. It's emotional, yeah. It's emotional. It's not it's, there or whatever, however age she was. Yep. Like she she can fake it, and I can tell it's being faked. Right. It's not the same. Right. And she's remembering it different. Yeah. You know, and it's it's just, it's, it's just not vibe. the same. Yeah. It is. And I think that's the reason why too. 
have you ever you know you see a band who maybe who's they've been around 20 years yeah and they had a hit song 20 years ago mm -hmm. and, and they're they, still doing it right they're still doing it but they do it live and you're like <laughs> it's different yeah it's not as cool as i thought it was going to be yeah. live and part of it too they'll change it they'll make yeah. because that's where they are now and you're exactly. like so for me i know that that's the danger of of having a um having a project take too long right it's exactly. hard to get passionate or just about. having something like super emotionally driven yeah like that like having that connection with each song i have to admit like it's difficult to be like tapping into that all the time because mm. it's also exhausting <laughs> like well, it's hard it's the same way live though like when yeah. you start like i mean mm -hmm. th i i there's there, i've i've wanted to retire one or two of my songs <laughs> and never play them again right but there are a few people who just seem to love a couple of these ones and i'm like yeah fine we'll play it uh -huh. you know and um because it's just it's not you know it hasn't stood the test of time even in my heart you know? right yeah and it's just like okay well yeah and, and here the, you go and i think that's the hard part with with i think the general consumer or the the music fan doesn't quite grasp is that yeah. these songs are are real things to us they're mm -hmm. not just you know, it's not just like, you know, it's not like, hey, you want some pizza? Right. It's pizza. Not just like, yeah, it's like, here you uh, go. It's like, yeah. mm. and there's so much that goes into it that yep. is personal. And, you know, Very it's much so, yeah. yeah. So it's like, I don't know. For And that's one of the reasons for me why I don't think I've ever done an album because I change my mind so much that, I, like, yeah, it, it's, I bet. I do. And that's one of the reasons why I only do singles at a time because I have to be psyched out of my mind about it. Right. Or, or something has to just, you know, I just have to get some kind of clear sign that got to do the song. Yeah. You know, and, and that happened. Like, I've told you the story and I've, I've told a lot of my fans and friends the story of Keep Fighting. Like, I didn't, right. I, I hated the song. Yeah. And not because it wasn't a good song. is because the original demo was so different. Right. And it just didn't sound like me. And it was hard, too, because the guy I wrote with was such a dope singer. Yeah. I'm like, how do I, how do I how do I compete with this? You're like, it's never going to sound that good again. It's just, <laughs> no, yeah. Now, to be, fa to be fair, though. He he's actually one of the ones who's like, actually, dude, I don't think I sing it as good as you. And I'm like, well, what do you mean? Of course you do. Yeah. And he's like, no. He goes, this this is your song. These are your words. This is your feelings. He's like, I can't I can't copy that. He's like, sure, I might be able to hit the notes per perfecter than you, but it won't be the same. Right. And that just made me feel pretty good about it um, with him. And then, you know, once we did the final product, I'm like thinking about it, going like. Yeah, there's no way he could sound like me on this track, and it wouldn't be what it is without me on it. So it's exactly. like, yeah. So it's it's just an interesting, um, it's an interesting thing. But for me, like, I have to absolutely love a song if I'm going to put money into it. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. and it's yeah. kind of you know, it's almost like songs are like friends, right? It's like if you have a friend that you won't even spend twenty dollars on a gift yeah. for, how good of a friend is it? Yeah. So if I'm not going to spend yeah. two thousand or more dollars on a song, right, to put it's it like... out there, how how good is it? gonna be yeah you know that's fair that's fair i think that's the hard part and that, and that's also why like i mean this could be right wrong or different but i always tell people don't put albums out i know because half you those half those that. songs are bad friends they're bad friends that you're gonna be like why'd i invite them that's that's <laughs> half the problem the other half is it's just too much product at once it's like yeah you know it's a lot you know it's, it's literally like someone coming over going you're hungry yeah i could eat and you make them like a 10 course meal yeah half of that stuff's gonna end up in the fridge and it's gonna be thrown out raw for sure. You know, I mean, I can come up with analogies all day. But um, I thought that I was pretty good with analogies, but like, you're showing me up here. I'm working on it. <laughs> you're like, whoa. So, okay. So, you've obviously doing mu been doing music for a long time. You yeah. went you went to music college. Ish. It, I dropped out. You did. I did. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I I never went. 
and I'm glad I did because yeah, you, you, know. you are lucky, honestly. Yeah. Um, there are aspects of it that are really good. Um, and kind of going back to the competition type stuff, the competing without actually competing mm. is basically music school. Um, so I studied viola. It's so. social media now too. Yeah, for real. <laughs> yeah, facts. Um, no, so I did. I did viola. And that was, I don't know, classical music just is in its own world. It's crazy. Because not only are you, like, learning your instrument, but then the very, like, nature of an orchestra setup is competition. <laughs> so you audition in and you get a chair. If you don't like where you're sitting, you can challenge the person in front of you and essentially just re-audition until you're in first chair. So it's kind of like whiplash? Literally. And whoever's like in first and second chair gets paid the most. It's really like that? No, it is really like that. It's it's intense. Mm. And it's like constantly you're like, okay, is is the person next to me gonna like boot me out? I'd you probably like, I'd probably get expelled for beating someone up. <laughs> you can't do that. Uh, you can't do that. What you can do though is have lightsaber duels with your bows, like in the middle of the hallways. <laughs> Dude, we do that all the time. So fun fun <laughs> fact, I don't think I've ever mentioned this before publicly. Oh my gosh. But I actually played violin for one year in elementary school. I can see that. Well, is that so weird that I look at you and I'm like, I can see him with a violin. Well, it's always like, well, fun fact: the re the reason, the only reason I did it were because you forced? no, they, oh. I, I was I think it was fifth grade, fourth, that fourth been or so fifth much grade. Funnier. Just been like, yeah, they told no, me. No, you I know had what? To. It, I'm trying to think. It, it might have been. It was early. It was like fourth or fifth grade. Oh, but you was, were a twinkler. It was because there was a guy. Yeah, just because there was a girl uh, that I that I had a crush on that played played violin, you and I'm like, did it hey. to impress a no, girl? not not even impress. I think it. I, I mean, I don't know. It was fourth fifth grade. I don't even remember half what <laughs> I did. I just remember wanting to do that and then being like, this isn't fun. No. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. And then um, you know, I played violin for twelve years. Yeah, and my parents hated it. Here's the interesting thing, though, is. I would never practice because my parents hated it. But for some reason, when we would go, like we'd go in every day to, to or, or I think it wasn't every day. It was like Once Tuesdays week, and Wednesdays or, or Tuesdays and Thursdays. Yeah. But I would go in and I would be under the pressure of like, she can't find out that I'm not rehearsing. So I'd actually do well. I did you know, and she'd be like, "You're practicing well." It's like I just don't have a choice. <laughs> I <laughs> need like to nail scrambling. this, yeah. So, yes. so that and that's been a lot of my life. I mean, I've got, I've played full festivals, full one hour sets. We didn't rehearse it. Like I sent it. To, now this just proves how good my band is. Those guys can can learn the stuff, know what they need to know. Right. And I just have, you know, I mean, my the best closest rehearsal I have is listening to my tracks, and then just visualizing what I have to do in between songs yeah. to just be like, oh, okay, this is what I'm going to do here and there. And yeah. then it just works. Yeah. And I'm, I'm good enough on the fly to make every little flub look real. Oh my gosh. I did that the other week too. Yeah. I was really, I was mad impressed with myself, but we messed up a set and I was with my band and I don't do a lot with my band right now. Cause we're still like finalizing recording and my band is crazy busy so we like went through we ran through everything and i realized that one of the cover songs that we were doing we were just doing like a worship set <laughs> i didn't have the lyrics like on anything and i had no idea what the words were so i like again yeah no it was so bad it was so bad and so i like turned to my pianist and i'm like jordan just go to the next one go to the next one but i thought like i don't know what he thought i was saying but he went to the very last song mm which is an original, who I am, 
And like, there's a sick intro to that. And so it took me a second to be like, oh, this is the last song. He skipped like mm. all of them. And so I, I pick up my guitar for the last song and my guitar was across the stage and I didn't have anything pulled up. So I was like, um, just just keep going, just keep going. So I like went, grabbed some water, made it look totally natural, mm. totally normal, go. picked it up, checked my tuning, yeah. walked back over the intro, like at least was interesting enough that like they kept building it. And then I like wailed my guitar so that everyone knew we were starting. And then like we went through. There you go. Every single person came up to me and was like, that last song's intro was so sick. Yeah. And I wanted to be like, that song's intro was not planned, and I was having a panic attack the whole time. <laughs> I, I was like, yeah, thanks. Like, That's it. Just cool. thank you. That's it. Yeah. Let me tell you, I was the king, and I'll never forget this. I had a guy, Brian, his uh, name was Brian, and he played drums for me. Yep. And, dude, he would, he got mad one day. No. He just, like, it was just me and him, you know, kind of alone after some people came over, we were talking. Yeah. And he goes, bro, you know what I'm sick of? And he, like, threw down in his thing. And <laughs> it was because he cared. It was yeah. all out of love. But he goes, yeah. he goes, dude, every time someone gives you a compliment, you start telling him what was wrong with it and, like, just say thank you. Right. And I'm like, okay. I do do that, don't I? So as far as, um, you know, playing shows and stuff, like, obviously – Sometimes it goes amazing and other times it doesn't, you know, I've shared enough of why I've chosen Christian music. Yeah. And, um, you know, at least especially in the beginning of my story. And, and I will say that um, everyone has different reasons for why yeah. they've chosen Christian music. Mm -hmm. And I, I feel like and I know a lot of people who know you and who've heard stuff that you yeah. do. They go, don't do Christian music. Yeah, I get told that a lot. Yeah. So what like are you are you like, nope, this is what I'm supposed to do? Are you still trying to figure out like are you still trying to figure out where you are with where you want to go with music? See, I think I think in general I really I appreciate the other artists that I know that have been like not every song has to like count how many times you say Jesus in it. Mm -hmm. Um, cause there's songs that don't mention God at all that have been impacting people. And a lot of the songs that like my friends have written, like they've shown me emails or like people have come up to us and like talked to us after shows and festivals and been like, dude, that song saved my life had nothing to do with God. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, God can still be working through music. Even if it's not like, mm. oh, like a worship song, a like full blown worship production. Like for me, when I started writing, it was totally coincidental and i did not like intend to be like i'm gonna write a full album mm -hmm. not what happened at all yeah. i had oh gosh how old was i i was like 11 12 years old mm -hmm. and i got an ask by my friend's mom who had a band to go play violin viola and backup vocals on an album that she was doing wow just because like she, it was her kid's friend and like why not i did all that stuff so mm -hmm. I was like, okay, yeah, sure. I get a call, 2019, so like 10 years later, and um, she's like, hey, do you remember any of that stuff that you did? And I was like, I might be able to. Like, I never got a copy of the album, so I didn't know what it sounded like. I was like, give me a copy. I'll listen to it, see if I can like reproduce it, you know? And she's like, okay, yeah, well, I have a concert coming up, and like, I've never booked a concert, but like... We're just going to go play as like a fundraiser or whatever. And I want you to come do stuff on it. And I was like, yeah, okay. So I went. Yeah. And I did the backup vocals. I did the violin. I did all that fun stuff. 
And um, one of the guys in the audience was like, came up to me afterwards and he's like, I have someone who writes music and you have really pretty backup vocals. He said, would you be willing to come and like listen to her song and put backup vocals on it? And I was like, yeah, sure. Why not? I was like, I, it was not my job. It was not anything. It was just kind of like a fun, like, yeah. hey, can you do this favor for my friend? And I was like, yeah, sure. And then I went in. And we ended up doing that song, and then she wanted to write a song together, and I was like, I don't write music. <laughs> nope. Um, and so we ended up sitting down for a couple hours. We wrote some music together and recorded it at the studio. I did not know it was the same studio that I recorded at 10 years earlier. Same same people. And so it was really funny. They were like, you, you sound really familiar. You look really familiar. And we finally made the connection. And then they asked. They were like, well do you want to like work here? Do you want to come in and do this like on a regular basis? And I was like, yeah, sure. They're like, you can meet bands, you can do music stuff. And I was like, that sounds good. And so I would go in and I would do like backup stuff. And after a while I was like, I want to learn how to use the equipment. Mm -hmm. And so <laughs> I got a call asking if I would come and open for a band called undefeated. And they're from like upstate New York. They're awesome. And I, like, they must have caught me on a bad day because <laughs> I was like, yeah, sure, fine. And they were like, all right, this date. And I was like, oh, gosh. Um, so I sat down and I was with a friend of mine and we prayed and I was like, I'm wicked nervous. I don't do this music thing mm -hmm. besides like in a booth behind a screen. Like no one, no one can see me. And I like wrote my first song and yeah. yeah. So, so you essentially kind of got started. In like it was like, yeah, this very like long roundabout way of yeah. like, I did not set out to intentionally be yeah. like, yeah. All right. So, so let's essentially. write music. So you kind of just sort of <laughs> fell into circles of yeah. people doing Christian music and. It was, yeah. I got you. So, so, so you still could find yourself sort of being like one of those artists that are like, you know. Um, like, hey, here's my pop punk album, and here's my uh, Christian album, yeah. and here's my worship album, <laughs> and here's my rap album. Who like, knows? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I have been rumored everyone wants a rap album from yeah. me. So you spit we'll some, see you spit some bars right now. Uh, no, I don't freestyle. No, huh? I have to like sit and like pre-write it. Okay, I'm like a nerd like that. You know? All right, you got anything on your phone? What do you nah. got? <laughs> you know. I don't do that yet. No, so. huh? I mean, no. okay, then there's nothing wrong with that. But yeah, yeah, because I mean, I I gotta say, like for me, and I've told you this in private, and 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 I'm just public about it. I was actually on uh, went on a live stream with um, uh, we have a lot of mutual friends with the Christian Media Spotlight. And, yeah, we and, do. And and I was very honest about this the other night, just kind of spur of the moment. He was like, you know, what's your advice for like new artists? And I tell him, I'm like, don't pigeonhole yourself to yeah. Christian musician. Yeah. And the reason for that is for me, even though for years it was like I'm called to do Christian music, it only feels fulfilling. I, this is what I do. No. There may be a time when God goes, hey. Like Switch gears. this, this is where I wanted, this is the arena I wanted you to get prepared in. Yeah. But now I want you to, I want you to kind of knock one of the walls of that arena down right? and be willing to share something else uh, for a different audience altogether. And, you know, that's been a really difficult transition for me to try to make. Yeah. And yeah. so I always tell, you know, new artists like, and, and Lauren Daigle has like, she's even said this and gotten kind of ripped apart about it, which yeah. I don't think she cares, but she's like, well, I don't consider myself a Christian artist. I'm an right. artist and I happen to be Christian 
mm-hmm. and I love the Lord, and this is where my musical focus is for now. I can't promise that I'm not going to want to write a song, you know, a, a, a song about love for my husband one day, right. or a song about like children without all of a sudden having to, oh, wait, we need the God part. You know? Right. And, yeah. And, and that's I don't know. I like the analogy that you give with like the basketball player and stuff like mm-hmm. the NFL football player. It's like they're not playing in Christian leagues. Right. But they can still glorify God in their sports. Right. So why is that? You know, why is that any different in music? Yeah. Being in a different league. But that's, yeah, that's right. I mean, and, and that's that's been the hard part for me is like. I think, you know, for a long time, God very much used me in mm-hmm. in this, in this, you know, in, in within the boundaries of, you know, the Christian, um, what yeah. what would be labeled as Christian. And that's why, I, for me, like branch, starting to slowly branch out and to do some other things has actually been pretty, pretty freeing, but it's also been a little f- like wild. Yeah. You know, like I it have a- crazy. I have an unreleased podcast episode with a guest that like some of the things we talked about, some of the things that- uh, you know, just some of the things were said, and and per, who this per, this guest is, is so outside of Christian music right. that I'm just kind of like, okay, this is different. I'm not. I don't even know how to do anything with this. Do they going to go really well or really poor? Which I don't. You know what? <laughs> like, and, and, if it, and the only reason it would go really poorly if people yeah. are super closed minded or have some expectation. Exactly. Well, people like their yeah. boxes. They do. People love their boxes, yeah. and people also have this expectation. Of like, if someone sat across the table from me right here mm-hmm. and said, "Well, I don't believe in Jesus," they're expecting me to go, "Well, <gasps> here's scripture and all," and we go, "Why?" Right. And when they tell me, I go, "I, I totally understand that." Like I see everyone working out their faith in a different right. way. That's what I mean. Yeah. Like it's it's cool for me. I don't know. I went to private school for mm-hmm. like a really long time. I think. Up until my junior year, I transferred to public school junior year. And so, like, I had always been surrounded by people that were like-minded and, like, super, like, Jesus all the time. And then all of a sudden I went to public school and there were, like, people that I would be like, oh, I'm a Christian. And they'd be like, yo, no way, me too. I'm like, really? And they're like, yeah, but I don't go to church or, like, do any of this stuff. And I'm like... Can can Christians do that? <laughs> I was like, I was so blown away. I was like, can you believe in God and not be like X Y Z? Like you know, but with shows and stuff, hearing different artists and different people that do like Christian music is crazy. I've had people before shows like anointing me with oil and praying and like yeah. <laughs> this whole like ceremony of things and like for them that brings them peace of mind and that's their way of inviting the holy spirit in versus you just hit the nail on the head some some of that like, stuff, yeah some of that stuff is not for me it's yeah. for them and I, i'm like mm. it really it's though it's what helps them and so mm. i'm willing to to do that and be yeah. in that with them and that's that's okay sure and then there's people that we all just pray and then i've had you know artists and and venues that like we pray over every single seat and like we get there hours before and we pray over every spot and it's, you know, it takes a while, but it's, it's good for them. And it feels like, I don't know, the experience when you invite like the Holy Spirit into a venue or whatever, like everyone does it differently. Yeah. But I don't think God shows up less like in one way or the other. Uh, you know, I'm glad and you I, just said it because like, that's what I was thinking of myself. I'm, I'm going, like, wow. I'm, I'm going like, hey, I, I respect people want to go walk around and pray over every seat, but mm-hmm. like. Are, are, are you insinuating that if you don't do that, God can't have his way with the night? No, but I think that's one way that, like, people 
people can like put their time and their energy into something. Yeah, I, I would say and that so, I would say that the fruit of that is more yeah. for the person being focused right on like th this and like, it sets their priorities it, absolutely yeah, I, it, yeah but you know I, I i've never liked the idea i mean i've literally seen people have panic attacks of like oh my gosh we didn't pray over the seats like relax yeah. how about we just pray yeah. for god to take take to the be wheel. in there and let, like yeah no for let, sure let everything for about sure. this be for him and about him and of him and yeah. you know pray for us i mean really the, i think the, if if the, i think for me the real prayer always is it's like yeah. Don't let it be about me because I'll exactly. make it about me in a heartbeat. Exactly. You for know? sure. And it's like, <laughs> I don't know. For me, it's always like, no matter what I'm doing, like as long as God is moving in someone else, like someone else's heart and they're, you know, mm. getting something from that and people are able to be connecting yeah. in that place, then that's that's good for me because I mess up all the time and I get way nervous. Like you can yeah. see me shaking from the stage sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I played a show on Friday last Friday. <laughs> I was shaking. My whole leg was shaking and I couldn't get it to stop. Yeah. But like, it was still awesome. People were still like really connected, really into it and, you know, worshiping in their own ways. Yeah. And so for me, I was like, thank goodness. Because I was not focusing, <laughs> was not focusing on the Holy Spirit. That show, I was focusing on getting my leg to stop shaking mm. the whole time. Yeah. That and remembering the chords that I was playing because it's been three months. Yeah. So I like, honestly, you know, I think, I don't think that it necessarily going back to, to what we were talking about earlier. I don't necessarily think you have to have God 10 times in every song. No. For it to be spiritually moving or for it to be relatable or, you know, honoring glorifying yeah all of that stuff so i think for me yep every person's gonna do what they have to do for their own yeah i i for me anytime i create anything whether it's a podcast episode whether yeah. it's anything i do but there's a saying that i lean on pretty heavily and it's so right it's the christian shoemaker does not glorify god by putting you know unique designs mm -hmm. or, or christian designs and symbols on on the shoes right he makes the best shoes he can yeah with because that's the gifts you were given and and exactly. and that's the thing it's like you know a lot of people argue and you've been witness to uh, a, a discussion i had with a gentleman once where yes. you know his feeling is like all secular music is bad mm -hmm. it's it, and and that environment is bad yeah and i just one thousand percent disagree yeah now here's yeah. the here's the here's a little twist about why i disagree with that mm. that i've never mentioned is if it wasn't for all the bad things that that person went through, he right. wouldn't be doing what he's doing. Right. So God took that, used it yes. for something hugely beneficial. Absolutely. So maybe it's not that evil. No. And I think, like, that's the <laughs> thing know? is you, I don't know, you look at, even like biblically, you look at things like mm -hmm. bad decisions that people made. Jonah. Mm. Mm. Like, stuff happens and like, it's not about, the direction that it was going in is the direction that yeah. it ended up in. Well, you know, I, and I think I think in our lives too, it's interesting. I mean, there's something that that you no, know, yeah. I've told a lot of people about this, but um, it was something I've seen recently where it's it's a it's a story of a Chinese farmer, and it's such an interesting. I have not thing. heard this yeah. yet. What? So yeah, it, it's a it's like a well known like famous like parable, if you will. It goes like this. Um, basically, there was a Chinese farmer. Mm -hmm. And he had a horse run away. Okay. And all the people in in the town were like, "Oh my gosh, that's so terrible that your horse ran away." Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's just so unfortunate. And, gotcha. And the farmer said, "Maybe." And the next day, 
the horse comes back with seven wild horses. And everyone's like, oh my gosh, this is incredible. You, your horse ran away, came back with seven more. Now you have eight horses. That is incredibly fortunate. And he said, maybe. Okay. So then he's out the, a couple days later with his son trying to break in one of the horses. Uh-huh. Son gets knocked off the horse, breaks his leg. Oh, we saw that coming. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so people, oh my gosh, how horrible. Your son broke his leg. Terrible that this happened. How unfortunate. And he said, maybe. So a few days later, um, the military is coming around, drafting youth into the military, whether they like it or not. Right. Well, they rejected his son because his leg was broken. Oh. So everyone rejoiced. Oh, my gosh. Gotcha. You're so lucky. How fortunate. And he said, maybe. maybe. Oh, my gosh. I and love that. the truth is, is you don't know. No. Until way down the line. Yeah. Whether what happened was terrible or not terrible. Right. And, you know, some examples of this in my life that I don't want to go too into detail, but, you know, um, with this particular thing. But I've had moments in my life that I was like, like the world is over. Yeah. Oh, no. This is the worst Mm -hmm. thing that ever happened. Fast forward down the line. I am so glad that happened. Exactly. So that's the approach. And then I think the same thing with God. It's like sometimes we have to look at – so, you know, you people come out of certain things going, that brought me down this way and it brought me this way and I won't do that. Now I'm doing ministry and now they're saving souls and you're looking at it going, really, was it so bad? Yeah. Look what you're doing now, bro. Exactly. And it's exactly. like – so, you know, and so I kind of try to look at everything that way of, you know, even whether it's failures in my life, mistakes mm-hmm. I've made, mm-hmm. sometimes that mistake is what you needed. Exactly. You know? and, and that leans on, again, another another famous thing that I've heard recently <laughs> where it's when the um, when the student is ready, the teacher appears. Exactly. And sometimes yeah, that teacher like that. is that bad thing that happens. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, you know, it's, it is. And the teacher is like, "Hey, yeah. look what look what you can deal with. Look what you you know look yeah. look what you can do." Or, "Hey, had to knock you off the horse there a little bit yeah. there, bud." You yeah, know? for sure. So it's definitely an interesting um, thing to look at. Now, yeah. uh, what are some things that you could say that you're kind of grateful that have happened over the last you know, like I guess in in, in this genesis of your. Um, you know, of your career, like, what are you sort of grateful for now that maybe seemed like, oh my gosh, this is the worst roadblock. Yeah. Are are you finding anything that you're kind of grateful for So much. So much. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I could probably go on for an hour just talking about that. Top three. But like, top three. (laughs) Um, well, so I had some, some really hard times, like in my first year of college, like Mm. really intense. And uh, I ended up dropping out and I was in Boston. I mean, those exams will get you. Oh man, I didn't even make it to exams. <laughs> I wish I could say I, I mean, did. Show, I did okay, not. getting up in the morning. Get I'm you. telling you, mm, facts. I ran cross country actually. I was up at 5 a.m. in the pool. Really? It was terrible. Yeah. Um. So dropping out of college, definitely would not have gone back home. Would not have had any free time. I took a year off, year and a half. Mm. <laughs> Oops. Um, Took a year off, and that was when I had free time. And, you know, I got the call, like, hey, can you do this? Would not. If I was in school in Boston, I would not have gone to the studio. I would have been like, nope, see ya. Mm. I'm an hour or so away. I'm moving up there. Mm. Um, And that was crazy for me because I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm home again. I had to move back in with my parents. I was like, I hate this. (laughs) I was like, I am such a loser. And that actually ended up, like, opening the door to be like hey let's have some creative time let's go to the studio 
let's write music. And now I'm essentially back like in the middle of Massachusetts. So if I want to drive like four some odd hours up to Maine to do a conference, I can drive up there. But then if I also want to go down into like Rhode Island, Connecticut, that's still only about three hours. Like I'm Massachusetts, one of those weird states is like in the middle of the East Coast. So like Mm -hmm. North and South, like I'm pretty much anywhere on the East Coast is not going to be like super crazy out of my way. And so, like, being back there is like, okay, like, I can do ministry on the East Coast really easily. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's definitely one. I say say one thing that definitely fell through that I was disappointed in was, like, my music music therapy degree. Mm -hmm. That fell through. So when I went back, I was going to do music therapy. Mm -hmm. And they didn't have a tract for me, like, anywhere. I didn't get in anywhere that would offer that. Oh, wow. So... My smart decision was, all right, I'll go into equine management because I have horses and Mm -hmm. I can, you know, so I was going to do that and work with horses. Big money in equine therapy. Dude, there's so much money. It's crazy. So I was like, all right, that's cool. I can support myself on that, right? Get into a college. They shut down the equine program. Little did I know they were shutting down the whole college the following year, but they shut down the program early that I got into. Oh, wow. And I was like, what the heck? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, come on. Um, so then my only option was like, all right, I'm going to go back to community college, I guess. Like, I got to do something. I have to be in school. And so. <laughs> I fully disagree. Um, I am not I a college like, fan. You know see, that. I like, I feel like utterly useless if I'm not studying something. Like, mm-hmm. that's crazy for me. Yeah, but you could study things without the, without all the debt. You know, Facts. now I'm fully in support. Like, you know, here's like my, like my daughter's like, you know, I want to go to college for mm-hmm. what? I don't know. My friends are going to college. So I should go to college. No, no, absolutely you, not. No, I definitely agree. <laughs> I wish I had taken a gap year. I wish that yeah. I had waited till well, I two knew. of her friends are going specifically. So like one of yeah. them's their fam, like their family owns a dance studio. Okay. And she's like, well, I want, I, I she got a full, full ride yeah. to um go to some like college for dance or whatever and it's like that's well, awesome that's the family business and right. she's shooting for that and it's paid for yeah the other one got like she wants to be a music teacher or do music mm-hmm. education yep. and she got a full ride including dorm it's like yeah well hey if that was you and you had gone that yeah. route like go, go for, for it, it. <laughs> but i'm not literally nah. gonna, i'm literally not gonna pay for you to figure it out right and again because I, so many of my friends went mm-hmm. to college where I figured out, yeah. and then they had a ton of debt. Their credit yep. was ruined yep. when, at some point, and there that has not happened. To it me just yet. hasn't worked, yeah. you know. Yeah. So, to, so for you to say, well, I have to go to school. No, you don't. No, you don't. Okay. Well, I felt yeah. like I did. I yeah. felt like I did, but I kept getting like kind of like not even. Yeah, I didn't reject- say I was right. Like <laughs> I wasn't even getting rejected from. The majors that I was choosing, like they were just not existing anymore. Mm-hmm. Anytime I like started to go into one and so now i'm in um aba therapy and i'm almost done it's my last semester and the nice thing is is i got it in massachusetts and massachusetts is weird Mm -hmm. i don't know have i explained this i don't know if anyone i don't know if anyone knows but like in massachusetts if you get any sort of education degree you can teach anywhere in the whole country if you get your license outside of massachusetts you can teach anywhere in the whole country except for massachusetts i'm like that's Oh, so it's crazy. Th- is, is it like so, <laughs> like there's no reciprocity, I guess, from other states or something? Is no, because Massachusetts has like the highest standard of education. They won't let out out of That's state weird. teachers come in and teach in Massachusetts. That is you have to have gone through 
the collegiate like education system of Massachusetts. And that's the only state teach. like that? Only state that I know of. That's know. it. That's interesting because I know. I yeah. mean, I do know people in New York who have told me they. Well, I'm certified to teach in New York, so I can't. Leave, I can't leave the state. No, that's a little bit different. Mm. They're like Massachusetts is just exclusive. Like, unless oh, okay. you got a degree in Massachusetts to teach, or you have a mass because Massachusetts has like weird exams that you have to get your teaching license that's, for. Yeah, okay, it's weird, sense. but you can teach hmm. anywhere. Wow. But if it's not like certified by the state of Massachusetts, you can't teach in Massachusetts. Yeah, I don't know how teachers. I don't. I honestly, so many of my friends are teachers. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, dude, do something else for a living. Did I like, love kids they, though? <laughs> no, but they, they like they'll call. <laughs> they'll call me sometimes. Just be like, oh, I can't do this anymore. Mm. <laughs> you know, this has been really cool. And um, yeah, congratulations on everything you're working on. And thank you. Um, seriously, thank you for being here. I appreciate it's it. Awesome. I know you are pressed for time. I normally go for much longer with these, but yeah. I know you're pressed for time. You got uh, lots of things to do and lots of traveling to do in your trip here. But yeah. Um, all I could say is we'll have to have you come back again. I would absolutely love to. And yeah. I look forward to your music that's coming up. So if people want to follow you, want to connect with you, uh, how can they reach out to you, follow you? Cat Stewart Music. Cat nice. with a K. Basically anything. So like Facebook is Cat Stewart Music. Instagram is Cat Stewart Music. Um, my website is Drumroll. You can ooh, can you stick a drum roll in here? Okay. Uh Cat Stewart Music. Dot com. Dot com. So <laughs> it's like, you know, just look me up anywhere. Uh, my YouTube is the same as well, Cat Stewart Music. So, yeah. Very cool. Well, give her a like, give her a follow. Thank you for tuning in to the Tom Golly Questions Everything podcast. Once again, Cat Stewart, thank you. Thank you. Peace. Hey.